in the words of Billy Strings from Lollapalooza 2022, how the frick y'all doing? <laughs> in the words of the formal CEO of chairman of WWE, who's ready for SummerSlam? That's right, SummerSlam weekend. We're finally getting a SummerSlam in July instead of the end of August. Yeah, it feels like it's summer, not beginning of Fall Slam. It's going to be taking place in Nashville, Tennessee. Yeah, you know, you don't really think Nashville when you think summertime, but... It's got a cool logo for the event this year. Yeah, really different. liking it, liking the vibes. But good there is vibes, something very different vibes. about the show. The first SummerSlam in history with no Mr. McMahon at the helm. Yeah. Oh, so, so... Or so we think. There are conspiracy theorists out there, or, or I like to call a really, really, really butthurt CM Punk who says, oh, he's still pulling the strings. Well, when you've be. been there, and he might be. It's, hard, it's hard for a lot of people to believe. It is. Um, reports all that he is not hasn't been there all week, that it, it's for real. This is real. Because so. uh, it appears the worst is yet to come for Mr. Mac Man. Um, new HBO documentaries supposed to be very damning to him uh more allegations you had to get out before that yeah stuff came um, out. they had to redo the financial statements but again you know what if I, you're new to the story vince mcmahon chairman of wwe um was having some affairs no surprise no shocks <laughs> there the thing was he was keeping it hush hush and paying company money to the woman or women to, to keep it quiet. To his mistresses. Yeah. And then also apparently passing them off on the Johnny. Johnny Ace. I think that's the worst part. When uh, he was done with them. I think that's Johnny the worst Ace part. also out. I mean, what, what did um, the woman do to deserve that? And now we got a new regime. The uh, McMahon-Helmsley era has officially begun. <laughs> this is this is storyline. two decades. This is storyline from 2000 come, becoming yeah, 1999, reality. 1999-2000. Um we touched on it the last wrestling episode we did but here's here's what i you know here's what i uh i don't understand it's or i do understand i think i understand it perfectly actually vince mcmahon known to have these affairs right uh, there's no there's no doubt the genetic jack there's no doubt i mean you watch his tv character i don't yeah. think it's that much yeah. different than the real vince mcmahon yeah. um You've heard the interviews, the outlandish things he would say yeah. in interviews. As his character, um, and not as his character. Right, and <laughs> I mean, the guy is a madman, a genius, yeah. a genius, okay? We wouldn't have... Megalomania. We wouldn't have WWE. Let, let, no. Make no mistake yeah. about it. We wouldn't have WWE. We wouldn't, we wouldn't be the fans pro, that we've had. We wouldn't have pro wrestling. Been. We wouldn't yeah. have it without yeah. Vince McMahon. Let's give the man credit where he's due. But he is a madman. There would be no WrestleMania. There would be no SummerSlam. We definitely wouldn't be having this podcast. There's no WrestleMania. There's no Hulkamania. There's no Stone Cold Steve Austin. There's no Rock. No John Cena. No Undertaker. There'd be no WCW. There would be no um, AEW. AEW. No, all the wrestling would still be, you know, territorial. Uh, you would imagine at some point it would have evolved, not changed to, a not bit. Not to the success. That but no, other people tried it. The, and the universe. The WWE universe, yeah. right? It's all created by Vince McMahon. And created his own universe. The yeah. XFL. And that's it, that's starting back up. That wouldn't have existed without Vince McMahon. Yeah, starting back up for a third time. Yeah, he had to sell it <laughs> he because he needed he needed hush money and, and the Rock. 
fire. And you know, and and that was my, and I think that's the most shocking part oh. to me is uh, I, you know, we grew up right our entire lives. Vince McMahon took the control yeah. of WWE in 1982 from his father. Yeah. We weren't born yet, no. all right. So our entire lives of watching pro wrestling, Vince McMahon has been the architect of it all. Yeah. So now to live in a world where he's no longer, as far as we know, he has no control anymore. Yeah. He's just a, a shareholder, right? Yeah. That that that's that's it. Maybe, maybe a special counsel on the side, to the chairman, but, right? Yeah. But as far as chairwoman, you know, the, the the control he doesn't have it anymore. He stepped down from control, so now we're beginning a new era yeah. with no Vince McMahon. And I never thought it would. The no, only way uh, I thought it would happen is death. when he dies, <laughs> yeah. right? He, yeah. He'd have this yeah. position, you know, as until CM, he dies. CM Punk says in the famous pipe bomb. Um, I would hope this place would be better when Vince Kennedy McMahon dies, right? But then it's just going to be taken over by his the doofuses, his doofus son-in-law, and his the doofuses. Uh, That's what's happened. His Donald, the doofuses and, of game uh, control, for better or worse, <laughs> we'll find out. We'll I find think out. Triple H has proven himself with NXT. Now he gets to do it with the main roster, and I'm I'm actually excited. I'm looking forward to it. Right. I think it's refreshing. I think it's something WWE needs because Vince McMahon is an old man. He's 77 years old. Right. You know. All this is happening now because of the allegations. The man just wrestled at WrestleMania. Yeah, I mean, know, and and you gotta wonder if he put himself in that match, put himself over. He was doing it one last Stone Cold well. Stoner. Yeah, it's just one last yeah. Stone Cold Stoner, the most <laughs> botched stunner, <laughs> the most botched stunner of them all, because he knew this would be it. Maybe, but I think he really thought he was untouchable. He thought he could get away. He's been getting away. He doesn't think he's done anything sure. wrong. I mean, you date back to the and, steroid case when Hulk yeah. Hogan came after him, and yeah. Ted Turner, and you know, he's beaten everyone who's ever come off to him. Um, so I, I think he thought he was untouchable and he it was gonna go pass away. over and go yeah. away, and that's not the case. Um, and if it does go away, I wouldn't be surprised if he comes back, but I think the business has kind of passed him by as Salton, too, and he's old and out of date. Well, and, I, I kind of like. I, I saw an article with uh, I guess a writer, a former writer who worked with WWE, and they they asked him, "What do you? What's the number one thing that's going to change with Triple H taking over creative, with Stephanie in control, and Triple H in control?" And the writer said, "Oh, the repetitiveness. You know, yeah. Um, we'd come every week, and Vince would do an idea, and we'd have to <laughs> sign off on it." He'd sign off on it that we did two weeks ago, the week yeah. before, oh. and we and we tell him. We just we did just, that. Yeah. We just did that. And he'd be like, no, we didn't. What yeah. are you talking about? Yeah, I mean, that's the old thing that comes with age. He's 77 years old. So, and you, you know, see that on TV. Yeah. You'd be like, didn't we just, didn't they just do this? Yeah. And and um, I thought they just did it because, you know, we're going to beat our fans over the head. Yeah, beating with a it. dead hearse. So. Yeah, but uh, so I thought it was, you know, done on purpose. Lack of but creative. But maybe no. he truly didn't remember. And Raw this week already had a lot of new matchups that we didn't see before. Um, a lot of the same stuff. You know, but who knows how much was pre-written, uh, written that day. Uh, who knows what Triple H had a hand in and what he didn't have a hand in. But, you know, we're going to get, we got a lot of the same uh, singles match, and then it turns into a tag match. You got the run-ins and stuff like that. Um, Teddy Long, the Teddy Long. Yeah, it's tag team match. You, you're going to get that. Tag but team there, match, player. But there's a lot of new things that seem different. They stalled it raw with Miz and Logan Paul already fighting. 
as if like they were fighting before the show even started, and we we just saw that that was oh this wasn't supposed to happen. They thought Logan yeah. Paul would get booed, and they don't want him to get booed. They didn't want to give him a good call. As <laughs> uh, later in the night, they bring him out, and he was getting booed a bit, mostly because he mentions his brother, who's a heel, because he's a heel, and he's like, oh my brother Jake's fighting here at Madison Square Garden soon. Boo. <laughs> Nobody wants to cheer no, Paul. I'm you're sorry. Not, yeah, he was impressive at WrestleMania. Logan was. He yeah. was. He was. And, and he's got it. He's, he's got the look. We'll, we'll get right? to him. But we'll get want, to SummerSlam. But he, I mean, but he's not. At the you end look of the day, no, they're not underdogs. They're rich kids from got famous off YouTube and social media. Right. You know, there's there's nothing there that oh wow, what a riveting story. There's no underdog story. <laughs> But, you know, I think he's great for wrestling. Uh, I think he's got oh, he it. right in. He's yeah. got it. And uh, I think I he'll think perform he be, well you know, again I, I just, this uh, year at SummerSlam. Um, I don't see him as a face. I think it's time to get a little SummerSlammed oh. here in preparation. I me, me too. So we won't get too too slammed. We'll, we'll save it for SummerSlam itself because we're probably going to need it. We needed it the last few SummerSlams. But well, well, wait a minute, though. We also got UFC 277. That's true. I'm going to crack open here. Today's beer test. Juliana oh, Pena. flashed and hit me in the face. Amanda Nunes. Can Juliana Pena shock the world? By the way, that annoys me. Can Juliana Pena shock the world? She, she already be, did. You don't shock the world. She, she, it's not a, she's the champion. Show her some respect. Yeah. Are we getting she in the UFC Nunez. now? She beat Nunez. What's going on here? Oh, I was just talking uh, while you were <laughs> sipping. Uh, well, I'm sipping. This is uh, SBC's new Suck on This Sowl Series Watermelon. And, you know, we've we've talked, I think we've talked on here recently. We just talk a lot about why can't they find a good watermelon beer? Yeah. I love Everything's watermelon. too sour. I love watermelon as a fruit, but as yeah. a beer. We were just flavor, eating something. It just doesn't. It's, so what's sounds, what's the verdict here? It's very sour. It's but it's it, it's not bad. SPC very good. The beer's like candy almost. They they just get these tastes down. Um, I wish it was less sour. But this probably tastes more like uh, sour, like watermelon woolhead than the watermelon woolhead beer. Oh wow! So I like it. Not bad. It's a bit tall. But if you like tart salad beers, nothing, if you no. like the SBC beers, you're probably going to like it. Nothing wrong with a little tart. It's good, refreshing drink for summer time, for summer slam. And that's what good portion of today's show is about, summer slam. Mm -hmm. um, I love that retro intro. Yeah. That old summer slam oh, theme. All those 89. old classic runs for WCW WWF back in the day just classic guitar riff little 80s electronic drums can't go wrong it's always great because Vince McMahon would just yell over it ah welcome to SummerSlam tonight double main event never again always, always did the double main event maybe, maybe he's still calling know. the shots maybe he's still calling the shots now what, then what did forever. you say before <laughs> as, the, as the wizard of oz know, he's, he's, he could be the wizard of oz uh, he's behind the colton i love that just hiding behind he's, the colton controlling it all but one day it's all gonna go away he's gonna pull open mansions. the colton pull the hood up and it was me it was me all along austin i think we got oh, a son of a bitch i think again speaking of like Art uh, imitating reality, reality imitating art. Um, Alt vandal. I kind of, I kind of got off track there. Is like this whole again. I don't mean to make this like a conspiracy theory thing, but the timing of this is just so crazy. 
Yeah. Right. I mean, I know Triple H was out with his heart issues. Very serious matter. Yeah. Okay, so he was out and out of commission. And then Stephanie steps down to do family time, right? And all of a sudden, she's back, what was it, a week? Yeah. After stepping down, yeah. after taking family time, uh, she, and then she's there's back. There's the rumors that, that uh, Vince was disappointed in and all that. And he was behind uh, having her step down, forcing her out. And then she's back. The allegations come out about Vince. Stephanie's all of a sudden back. Then Vince retires. And Triple H, out of nowhere, he's back. But not only back, he's back in full control. He's, he's back he's, in he's all his old, old positions. He's had a creative, head of creative he's head now. Of, uh, talent relations. So to me, he's, okay. Uh, so executive me, vice president. He's, he's got so it again, all. To me, I, I mentioned this on a previous show, but it's time I, to play the game. I just feel like, and I've always said this about Hunter. Okay, I've always said this about Hunter. I'm not the biggest fan of his. Okay, yeah. I, clearly, I'm just not the biggest fan of his. I thought he was a, a great technician in the ring. Okay, but I didn't like. I didn't care for. His I thought work he was in the a ring. great storyteller. I didn't like his. I, know, I, I never liked his personality. Just not a Hunter Hearst Helmsley fan ever. Just not, I'm just not. Okay, but. I always say the man. He. I think you're just. He, you. You and a lot of people still can't get over those early 2000s when he just dominated and. It was sickening. You know, it was sickening. Evolution, no, corporation, no, no. I, DX, exactly whoever this group I, was would just help I him hate, win everything. I hate the pedigree, and then making the cover six minutes later and getting the win. That was a little much. Storytelling. It's selling, <laughs> bro. Anyway, as much as I disliked him as a performer, the man is smart. Okay, the man is smart. He knows how to get to the top. Not only just in storylines in the business. He did but, it as but, a wrestler but, and behind the scenes. But behind the scenes as yeah. well. And I'm just... I feel like... I just the feel business. like... He knows the business. I just feel like he and his wife, Stephanie, felt their control slipping away. Felt being overtaken. By Nick Khan. By Nick Khan and Vince. Nick Khan is co-CEO right now. Though. He is. He's, he's kept, there. He's kept himself in power. Kevin Dunn's still there. Bruce Pritchard's still there. We don't know there. How, for how long. Yeah. I mean, those were we Vince guys. We don't know guys. how much power they but have. I just feel like Stephanie and Triple H felt like their empire, the empire that they planned to take over when Vince died, because that was the only way in my mind that Vince was ever going to give up. He, he died in Wilkes-Barre. We saw him blow up in a limo. <laughs> I mean, like, die R.I.P. for real. <laughs> that was going to be the storyline, though, right? That, that uh, they were going to take the company over. And, and they he's going to come back as a hobo. Yeah. I think. yeah, that, yeah. He faked his death because he knew that Stephanie was trying to kill him. Oh, man. But, I, but I'm just saying, I just it just feels, and I know maybe I'm stretching on this a little bit, but it just feels like Triple H and Stephanie felt they were losing control. They were being phased out. They were being phased out. And then somehow the allegations get out. We know that Vince McMahon is a... You know, we think know it's an inside job. Uh, yeah, yeah. Because how how is Vince McMahon protected all this time? It took to 2022. If took for to 2022 for him to get got. Well, you're talking about timing. Maybe it's Sasha Banks, Naomi. Maybe they've pulled these out. You know, they have the trouble. They walk out and inside job from the family. Business is slipping away. Power is slipping away. Let's get them. Let's get him. I He's think, not going to die anytime soon. Let's I get him. I think it's an old man running out of time and running out of money. Foggle well, time catches up with all. Maybe he shouldn't have been paying and, off his mistresses. Yeah. I mean, he apparently is separated from Linda. What, what's the problem? You're 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 a you're a single man. What's the problem? 
but there's still business relations there. <laughs> I don't know. I don't I'm not get condoning it. it. I'm not condoning it. You got to imagine there's going to be a dark side of the ring, a whole documentary. There's going to be a oh, ton H- about H- this. H- a HBO year. is uh, there. HBO is getting shit ready. Yeah. HBO <laughs> HBO is getting shit ready. They're ready to run it. But I'm just saying, who outed Vince, right? Who outed Vince? Somebody had to out him. Tony Khan. Somebody had to out Maybe it was Tony Khan. Yeah, Tony Khan. You no, give him I think he's, he's afraid of you Triple H. He would have much rattled. Because he wanted to have half the guys he has now if Triple H there was There is no way. There is no way that Vince McMahon would have been protected for all of these years unless somebody really, really, really close to him put the put the dirt out there. He was paying people money, somebody and really, he stopped really paying close. someone money. I don't know. Somebody really, really close. Maybe it was Shane. I haven't heard about what Shane. Did, what does Shane have? To, he got screwed. What does Shane have the benefit from this though? He's out of power. Apparently, him and Stephanie don't get along. Revenge. He's out of the picture. Revenge. He, he got ra- filed because he he'd tried to Stephanie put himself over in the rumble. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. He gets revenge. He, he was embarrassed. Yeah, filed. Shane McMahon, the smoking gun, and all this. Perhaps, I'm saying it was Triple H's stuff. It will be a movie. I'm saying it's Triple H's Documentary storyline. Two thousand McMahon Helmsley takeover. Year two thousand, put into full effect. Uh, you love reality. it when a plan comes together. Twenty twenty two. Yeah. Long, long told booking. Long told oh. storytelling. WWE to gets a lot of, a lot of crap. People say, oh, you know, storylines don't last that long if anymore. This is real. If this is real, and I know it's the world of wrestling, so we have to always question if this is real. Yeah. But if this is real and McMahon is really, really done, and he hasn't died, and he didn't get to turn the company over on his terms, which would be on his deathbed, if this is real and he's gone, and he's still alive and he's gone. I mean, his mom just died at, like, Hundreds. Age hundred yeah, something. Was, so I mean, it's got to be in the blood. He's only seventy-seven. He's got that's the some other time thing, left. Though. That's the other thing, though. You know, this is Vince McMahon's life, right? This is his legacy. This is everything that he's done every single day, twenty-four-seven, built around WWE. Are we going to see his health decline now because he doesn't have it anymore? Uh, yeah, I was know, thinking this, this the like other day. Um, look at Jopa. Jopa Tone. Right. Jopa, great. Uh, you know, head coach all those years in Penn State, and then you know the Sandusky allegations all that came to light, and then he had Jopo had to resign, step down, and he dies a few months after. Right? It wasn't even it like was, a year. It was after. pretty quick. Yeah. I mean, it seemed like coaching Penn State was what was keeping him going. I mean, his health was declining a bit before all that. Right. But, but yeah, it, it I mean, seemed to be accelerate once. Yeah, and it, you know maybe. This is what's keeping Vince busy, keeping him active. I mean, is he still going to... Maybe now he's got more time to go to the gym at... He doesn't have to go at 6 a.m. or whenever he goes. Or maybe he's just going to let himself go. Yeah, yeah. get fat. Maybe that storyline that was supposed to happen, maybe he will become a hobo. Yeah. be interesting. It's it's it's, it's crazy, yeah. but it's... He'll probably put himself in the hall of the fame timing, The timing of it all and who, who now becomes in power when just a couple months ago Stephanie and Triple H had no power Triple H lost NXT right like, took his own it's just his developmental the timing of all of this is just crazy to me and it's right on right at the doorstep of SummerSlam huh? the second biggest pay-per-view well sorry premium live event was that was that a Vince thing 
maybe we're gonna go back to pay-per-view yeah it's gonna be it's uh-huh. gonna be interesting to see what changes and and there's been some talk that don't expect a lot of changes because they still got to look attractive to investors yeah they got to still look yeah. like stable like you know stay the course yeah. we're not doing anything too crazy you know yeah even you though you us. know there was the rumors of it going back to tv 14 but was that a vince thing we don't know that was a usa mm-hmm. thing usa yeah. pushed for that so um i mean there was blood on raw this week i think it was unintentional montez fold went face first into a tone buckle yeah they don't want Bleeding. I don't think there's any interest uh-huh. in busting Montez Ford up for real. No. It's not like AEW where John Moxley and Brian Danielson got a juice in every match. They'll bleed in. Like Ric Flair. We'll get to him. Ric Flair's final match. Woo! Also this weekend. I feel like I've heard that before. <laughs> I feel like we've, heard, we've seen like, it before. It's getting a little bit like Terry Funk now. Yeah. But, you know, he didn't want to go out when he went out against Shawn Michaels. He wanted one more. beautiful send-off, but, you yeah. know. You know, but it, that, that's the he problem, He needed though. money, so he went to TNA. He had he, some matches in you're TNA. Not, you're, you got to be at peace with it. And, Gosh. obviously, Rick wasn't at peace no. with going out then. So, it was a beautiful send-off with Shawn, but he wasn't ready for it. Just like Vince probably isn't at peace. No, <laughs> there's no. He absolutely is yeah. not. You, you want to go out your own way. And, it, you know, and it's unfortunate when you don't. Yeah. When, when, you know, again, like, I, yeah, Rick's was perfect, but yeah. it wasn't on his terms. So, and uh, Vince McMahon stepping away, it's certainly not on his terms either. But then Rick was in a coma, almost died. Now, <laughs> he's wrestling, somehow got cleared by like 40 some doctors. It's amazing. Um, I mean, but tribute to him to get himself in good enough shape. This is going to be get cleared Sunday like after Summer Slam, right? Uh, pay per view. Coming from the fairgrounds and somewhere in Nashville fairgrounds or something, you know, you have your big, last match at WrestleMania in Orlando. What a big, what a Florida. big wrestling weekend in Tennessee. Yeah, um, but what a big weekend for uh, Jeff Jarrett, Double J. He'll be he's pulling double duty, refer- refereeing at SummerSlam, and he's going to be in the last match, Ric Flair's last match. Ric Flair teaming up with his son-in-law, a John Day against. Jeff Jarrett and Jay Lethal. If you were to tell me been training with Rick. that we'd have the first Vince McMahonless SummerSlam, and that Ric Flair would still be wrestling, and that Ric Flair would still be wrestling, <laughs> but not with WWE, and that Jeff Jarrett would be pulling double duty and would be doing both shows, would be walking with WWE. <laughs> Go back to Just that first uh, complete madness Raw Nitro simulcast when Vince bought WCW and Vince said Jeff Jarrett he's got to spell his name a new way. G double O double N double E. And look who's still, he's gone. And look who's still standing. Yeah, Vince is gone, and Jeff Jarrett's all over his programming. <laughs> While getting to still so... wrestle for Crockett, he's wrestling for Crockett and refereeing for Vince. Well, not Vince anymore, but WWE. Shut up, Crockett. <laughs> the build's been fun. If you're interested at all, I wasn't really interested. I'm still scared to watch the flare match. There's got to be some morbid um, curiosity, right? There's definitely some curiosity. Like, I mean, the guy can die. But, I mean, just the, the storytelling, the, like, going in the match, what they've done with little time, and they don't have a TV show or anything. It's all social media driven. It's been fun. Um, Jay Lethal and Rick making a little heat, um, making it seem like they're, they're feuding. I don't think they're feuding. This is all pre-planned, put together, but... It's been pretty pretty interesting build, and the match might be good. The call 
other than that, I mean, it looks pretty good too. I mean, it's you got people from Impact, New Japan, AEW. Um, it should be fun. But the main show of the weekend, wrestling-wise, is the SummerSlam. And and what's going to happen in this first premium live event post-McMahon era? Saturday premium live event in July, as we were talking about. And uh, it's interesting call, much like WrestleMania this year. It's not a lot of matches that jump out at you, but it's not necessarily a bad call. Like, this could go... <laughs> I think it's funny. The one thing that I read was like <laughs> the WWE writers are not happy with the WrestleMania card. Oh, but you put it together though with the SummerSlam card. Yeah. But you put it together. It's your show. They're not happy with it, but you you booked yeah. it. But maybe Vince booked it, and now uh, it does look like a Vince book show. You know, one match I was looking forward to. I mean, we've seen it multiple times on Raw lately, and and but. Riddle Seth freaking Rollins. Yeah, what's going on with this? Why, why, uh, did, why did this Riddle get... non freaking Mac because he lost his first name? But maybe he'll get his first name back. Maybe Triple H will bring that back. But Riddle and Rollins um, was supposed to happen. It's been, had some some good build. And they did an injury. And Rollins uh, has been attacking him almost every Riddle. week. Yeah. And now the Kirk stomped off him the into card. the steel steps. And I'm just curious about this because I think. When you looked at it, there what I mean, they've kind of smoothed things over, but there was actually some real life tension between the two. Yeah. And these are two show stealing. Except in it, like that Riddle wrestles without shoes on. Riddle, Riddle's girlfriend or wife said something about Becky. About yeah. Becky. Um, and there was some real life heat. I guess they kind of smoothed that part over. Yeah. Uh, but you know, these are two top you know talents in WWE. Yeah. Two show stealing guys. Um, two flashy guys, but guys that could work, and uh, and Riddle's been really oval with the all K bro I, I, stuff. I'm just, I'm confused. Unless there's like a legit injury with Riddle, and this is going to be, I guess, me my first questioning yeah. of the Triple H era. Um, why pull a match that could probably steal the show? Why pull it? I, I don't, I don't, I'm not getting this. It's kind of reminding me of last year. We still don't know what happened. I would assume at the time it was probably COVID. But it was supposed to be Sasha Banks versus Bianca Belair last year. The big WrestleMania rematch. And then Sasha can't do the match. Bianca does an open challenge. And Typical Sasha. The returning Becky Lynch. And that's going all the way to this SummerSlam now in the buildup for that match. Um, but it seemed weird at the time. You built up one match. Why is this match not happening now? And it's like, oh, well, Becky's back. I guess that's why. Maybe someone's coming back. Maybe they they want to have a big surprise, like looked at WrestleMania. Cody Rhodes was unnamed surprise opponent. Cause Seth Rollins released a tweet saying, you know, he, he busted his ass. He's worked really hard to get this spot on SummerSlam, and now he's not going to be on it. And he's apologizing to the fans, which is weird, cause in the storyline aspect, he took Riddle out. Right. So it's like you're not on it because of yourself. Um, and then and then this, and then Triple H replied, "I hear you." So hear that you. so that's um, basically acknowledging, yeah, you deserve to be on the card. Yeah. I'll figure something out for you. Which right? is a weird thing for the chairman, the well, not chairman. I'm, <laughs> We're getting. I'm going to keep thinking Triple H is chairman, but you know he's the head of creative and everything. Um, 
it's you would think if you take someone out like in UFC if a guy beat up a guy before a fight and then Dana Wright's like you know what you deserve another fight for that people would be like what that, that doesn't look that way that's weird so it's it's weird um, phrasing but you know maybe Triple H is gonna punish him and have someone I, I do expect Seth Rollins to come out and have a match I want to even be surprised. Maybe it's just to get some people talking like us right now. Right. And maybe tomorrow night on SmackDown, because the, the phrasing of it was really weird. It was that um, Rollins is not cleared as of this moment. Oh, Riddle. Riddle, yeah. Riddle is not cleared as of this moment. Full testing will be done to the tournament. But as of right now, the match is Okay, so they're leaving the door open. Yeah. Um, some believe that it's a real injury and he, he did receive a stingle and he was losing feeling in his one arm. Serious stuff, so you don't want that. Um, there's also talk they're going to save the match for, you know, class at the castle, which is coming up in a, a few weeks. So you got to start building towards that. That's another big premium live event. Um, probably going to have more people than in Nashville, I would think, uh, UK. Oh, it's going to be a huge show. But, you know, SummerSlam's a huge show, too. Yeah. And the thing is, like I said, you, you had good... Do the match and then do a rematch. You had good real Why animosity. You, you had good stuff on TV. You have real some real-life animosity between the two. And th- this, could be a, this could be a really big match. And I just it don't... It seems like there's something with Riddle where they're, like, afraid... Cause maybe, Riddle, Triple H, maybe Riddle is a McMahon guy and Triple H doesn't like him. But, like, this goes back to Riddle was supposed to challenge Roman at Money in the Bank. Then all of a sudden the match just happens on a random SmackDown match. It was a fun match. And there was some talk that they were going to save it for SummerSlam. Right. And then now Riddle doesn't even get a match with Rollins. I guess my whole thing is, I I just, and again, maybe, like you said, maybe they're just leaving the door open and maybe trying to surprise people and Riddle ends up doing the match anyway. Fine. But I guess my thing is, if Riddle, if if you are actually pulling this match, then you should, uh, which would, in my opinion, be a show-stealing match yeah. at the show. Then you have to have a suitable opponent. Yeah. And because if we're like, just cutting it for time, there's a lot worse matches on this call. Yeah, like, absolutely. Why is this the one to get cut? Yeah. It, it, no, this this probably could be the best match on the show. And then, uh, like, my whole thing is like, okay, so you want to do a surprise? Well, I don't know. You know, Johnny Gargano. Well. But Riddle versus Seth is a bigger match than Johnny Gargano versus Seth at this point. Yeah, I mean, Gargano Gar- will pop the NXT, the indie fans, you know. But, like, there's no um, build-up. There's no storyline to that. Yeah, I mean, there's no build-up storyline to, to Cody, and that will. Yeah, but, but people knew, though. You yeah, know, people and knew. Cody was a big get. Not that Gargano coming back wouldn't be But I'm not good, sure that's a bigger match than Seth Riddle. No. And it doesn't have the build-up. It build doesn't up make the, as much sense either, you know, no. What? Goldberg, Goldberg come and squash uh, Seth? Why? He'll probably get booed. No one wants <laughs> no, that. No. No. And, and I, that doesn't seem like Maybe a Cody's thing. cleared. Wow. Could, I mean, he, he's way... He's supposed to be nine months. What's it been? Four? Three? Uh, I mean, that would be... That would That's, top even Super Cena. Yeah. Um, oh, so Cody comes in and beats Seth for a fifth time? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. You know, I just... I don't know. Gets his revenge. I don't know. It's going to be interesting to see where they go with this. Yeah. I, I personally hope we still see the Riddle-Seth match. Yeah. 
that they might just be using for storytelling. Riddle's going into the match hurt, and now Seth has a reason to pick on him, you know. But I'm more nervous about this than excited, because I don't know what... Yeah. Because I kind of want to And we'll record in this podcast on Thursday. Friday Night SmackDown hasn't happened yet. Who knows what's going to happen well, tomorrow. You know, Rollins, some... this is a Raw feud, but, I mean... Usually, the show gets out and the pe- and the show's already over, so we're trying to do a day in advance to yeah. kind of stay on top of it yeah. here. But I'm sure something will happen on SmackDown tomorrow. Some match will be made that's not made yet, so we won't be talking about that. Maybe there'll be an update on this whole situation with Riddle. Maybe the match is still on, and we just wasted a bunch of time. It's very possible. But hopefully the match does happen. If it doesn't happen at SummerSlam, it will happen at some point. And you would have to imagine these guys are going to put on a good match, good and whenever steal the we, show of whatever we'll show. Whenever, whenever we see it, it'll be good. Yeah. It'll be good. It's going to be good. <laughs> what else we got? If that match does happen, I'm going to pick Seth frickin' Rollins now because of the injury. Also, I mentioned maybe it's Randy Orton that's going to retold Could be Randy. Randy's, Randy. Randy Riddle's maybe partner. Maybe cleared. Obviously. I mean, it sounded like... And Randy Orton is Mr. SummerSlam. Yeah, right. it would be tough to do SummerSlam without Randy. But we haven't heard much, there hasn't been much, well, anything about Orton's injury. Except for what Riddle said on Raw. That he's having back issues and it's really bad and that's all we know. So, well, who knows? It kept kind of hush. Yeah, I mean, you talk about, I guess Randy versus Seth would be a, a big old match than Riddle versus Seth. Yeah. Um, and then you got... He would be fighting on behalf of his buddy. I don't know. I'm not sure that I still wouldn't rather see Riddle Seth though. Yeah. Like, I think this, yeah. I think this match would have stole the show. Well, what if? Well, yeah. I mean, Riddle's been doing better all KOs than Randy has of late, anyway. So I was going to say, you know, they can do the WrestleMania spot, but Riddle could probably do it better at this point. But that's a match that say. may or may not happen. Um, but then the rest of the call. We're looking at, you know, same guys from WrestleMania, the celebrities that could steal the show. We talked about it a bit before. Logan Paul <laughs> taking on The Miz. Yeah, if, still. If you only watch the big the big shows, the WrestleManias and the SummerSlams, you're know, like, wait, these guys, you remember that WrestleMania. They teamed up, but then Miz took Logan Paul out after the match. Um, I guess to teach him a lesson or and put him in his place, but now Logan Paul's back. He's signed as a WWE superstar. I want to hate this guy. I want to hate this guy, but I like him. Yeah. I want to hate him, but I like him. Yeah. He's <laughs> he's a character. Um, that moving graphic. You know how they do the moving graphics? graphics. <laughs> he's his, got the best of all time, I'm his, telling you. His promo, uh, he just yells out of nowhere. Um, fun stuff. Uh, Shows told, a lot of passion, you know? He had a good good moment on Raw. He said that uh, Maurice has bigger balls than The Miz. Because that's what this feud has really been based around, is The Miz has tiny balls apparently now. Um, his way of, you know, saying he's a coward. He's, but, you know, he's in a funny PG. I, I have enormous balls. Massive. Massive, massive balls. Massive. Maurice came out with, like, uh, big brass metal balls. Um accessory thing saying that Miz has massive balls um, it all started with AJ Styles I thought they were building up for a tag match because Miz has Tomasa Ciampa now who's been like his muscle helping out the Miz 
And I thought they were leading to Tommaso Ciampa and Miz versus Logan Paul and AJ Styles. Would have been nice to see AJ and Ciampa again on the call. But no, it's one-on-one. -on -one. Logan Paul, Miz. Logan Paul's first singles match. And uh, he's looking as the baby face. I don't know how that's going to look. but It only works because it's the Miz. Because it's the Miz. <laughs> it's the Miz and people love the boo. I, I do not like this idea of Logan Paul long-term as a baby face. I don't, I don't think it's going to happen. But I know that's what Logan Paul wants. <laughs> he, yep. he wants the fans to like him. But when you're a Paul and you got the look that he's got, you just... You just want to boo him. <laughs> but he's going to beat up the Miz, and people are going to love that. So uh, for one night, I think he's going to look as and a baby. I think this will be a fun match. Yeah. Um, I see Ciampa getting involved here and someone coming to the aid of Logan Paul. Not could be, his douchebag brother. Could be AJ Styles, like I said. Okay. They had a thing backstage they were talking. But it also, AJ's moved on to a random tag team with Dolph Ziggler now. What? So, yeah, that, that happened on Raw this week. <laughs> what is um, So they're a new team. Okay. Because, you know, they never know what to do with Dolph. They never know what to do with AJ anymore. So let's just put them in a tag team together. But, I mean, two great performers, two great locals, so why not? But, um, so that's a thing now. And so I don't know if AJ is going to be involved in this. But, yeah, I'm thinking maybe Jake Paul comes to the aid. And takes care of the Ciampa situation. But he's even more dislikable than Logan. Yeah. So he'll get booed more. But I'm with you. I think if AJ helps him out, that'll he'll get cheered. But if it's his yeah. brother, I don't know. Yeah. But because it's the Miz, maybe. Yeah. And Jake Paul is a big deal. He's main event in a, a boxing fight at Madison Square Gall and they'll undefeated in boxing. So who knows? Um you know, it's like when Ronda comes out, people cheer when the music hits, but then they boo oh, once he gets she out. Talking. Not a great promo. So I'm going Logan Paul with the win. I think I'm not doing the unprecedented character, by the way. It's tough to do the voice and keep up with it. Oh, so you time. are the same person. Yeah, yeah. Oh. But SummerSlam's got to be unprecedented. <laughs> I'll tell you that. Oh um, man. But yeah, it's tough to go in and out of that voice. Well, we hope he comes and, back someday. Yeah, I mean, he'll show up here and there. All right. And you're healed of voice sometimes. Also, the, the one guy in 2.0. It's a great insight. Uh, Matt Lee, I don't know what his name is now. He but, stole your character. Uh, he uses the voice, and it's a little too similar. <laughs> Watch it back. Old Summel Slams while we're doing oh, this podcast. Wow. And uh, just a train wreck of a match. Some nice moments, but Shawn Michaels, Razor Ramon, Summel Slam. Uh, Lionel match it two. The, it ain't the classic WrestleMania ten is. No, um, everything that looked at WrestleMania just didn't look here. Even the beginning, the title wasn't put up right. It was a mess. Um, but Sean leaps for the title, can't yeah. hold on to it. it. Couldn't get the belt down. The super and kick. They, they just showed a fan in the crowd's reaction. The super perfect. kick spot off the ladder was cool though, and uh, Sean taking that backdrop early in the match. Yeah. Uh, almost flex. goes over the guardrail. His leg almost Crazy. broke like ten times. I get that. That's the the slowly little building, but it was it's, just a way to to get it where Sean wins the title. It's now. a messy match. Yeah, it's messy. It's it's a bit of a mess. And I'm sure we'll see some of that this year. Some will slam. Maybe Logan Paul Miz. Everything went well at WrestleMania. Let's hope yeah, we gotta have some. We can keep it up. Gotta have some material for about your mania, yeah. And other celebrity. Um, uh, Stole the show at WrestleMania, Pat McAfee. You know, um, anyone who saw him in NXT knew he could go, but then his match with Theory 
um, and the aftermath with Stone Cold. Let's forget about the Vince McMahon stuff. But well, wait a minute. A lot of fun. Vince McMahon has a WrestleMania victory over Pat McAfee. Yeah, it's in the record books. I was gonna say Pat McAfee's undefeated <laughs> no. in WWE, but he's not because he lost. Well, he lost Adam Cole. That's NXT though. Um, but he does have a victory over Mr. Money in the Bank, the you know the future, the theory, future right? champion. So, you would imagine. I, I just I, I don't I think you gotta have Pat win. Pat McAfee fighting his old teammate and college roommate. Baron Colbin, Happy Colbin. Kind of a cool story. What is he now? Is he happy still? I uh, guess he he's smiles. happy. He smiles. He's happy when he beats him up. He doesn't have his jestful madcap moss anymore. He's happy when he wins. But yeah, um, Happy Colbin was not very happy with Pat McAfee's commentary on him, constantly calling him bum-ass. Bum-ass Corbin. You know, I think Pat, much like all of us, missed that bum-ass <laughs> Colbin character. That was entertaining. And then... Um, so Colbin's fed up with McAfee making fun of him and bringing up how he keeps losing to Madcap Moss. So now this is a match. McAfee getting his ass kicked by Colbin Weekly with these attacks. Um, and that kick through the chair. Yeah. The announce table was nuts last week. A lot of... In, but it's been a pretty fun storyline, those guys going back and forth. And the fact that, you know, they were, were re roommates... Wait, sorry. Played on the Indianapolis Colts together. Um, yes. Yeah, McAfee made the team. Colden didn't make uh, the team. See, that's where the resentment and, lies. And, yeah, and there's maybe some there. But, um, yeah, I'm hoping maybe we see Tony Dungy. Maybe was he the coach when? Oh, my God. And that was happening. Maybe he'll make an appearance. Um, but it should be a fun match. Pat McAfee almost always delivers when he's in the ring. He makes – he's just – Another one like Logan Paul that's made for the this business. He's an entertainer. He's Par over the top. He's a character. He's you know larger than life. And uh, Colden, another guy like the Miz, easy to hate. So McAfee, I think, a even in hit. Nashville, a guy who played for the Colts, and he's going to get cheered by Titan fans. Yeah, yeah, I think so. I think so. He's, he's just so easy to cheer for. And as long as he doesn't say anything like he did at that one draft where he's like, you might not know me much because uh, I didn't punt much when we were here. Yeah, he wasn't wrong. Because we kicked your ass. He wasn't wrong. But, um, yeah, I mean, this, again, this, <laughs> I don't know if this, like, strikes you as marquee match, but I think it's something that'll be fun. You know, I think it's something, it's got that cool kind of, you know, NFL football background to it with both guys, yep. and uh, that plays into the storyline. And you know, just two, just two cocky jocks. You know, two cocky, yeah. big mouth jocks. I don't know if the match will be as good as the the talking building up the match. You know what, Mac <laughs> it'll be quick, and I think it'll be fun. You know what, McAfee reminds me of though. He reminds me of that big jock kid who has asthma really, really bad. <laughs> And, but yeah. he's a great athlete. Yeah. He's just a natural athlete. Not to say he's not in yeah, shape, but he's just like, yeah. he's always losing seems, his voice on commentary. And you seems see like, him. Seems you like see he's him always constantly. winded. It seems he's like always he's, winded. he's always posted pictures uh, that he eats wings after every Friday night I'm SmackDown sure. show. And he's always drinking beer. Well, it's kind of like, I mean, well, it's like, it's me, but like, I want to do that. Like, <laughs> yeah. I want to, I want to be an athlete yeah. like that. It's amazing. Yeah. He just it, does it, just, and he does it, it on like another level. Like a stoner, like <laughs> beach, yeah. beach bum on his couch, and then he does all this amazing athletic stuff. Yeah, and 
And it's great on commentary, too. So it's like a beach bum versus a bum ass. Beach bum versus the bum Uh, ass, yeah. But, you know, McAfee made the team, and I think he's going to get the win over Colvin here. But maybe, I don't know. Who knows? Because, uh... (laughs) I feel like Corbin's due for a win, right? Yeah, but you you have McAfee beat Theory. I know, I, I know. I and then you have him lose to Corbin, confi- who's been losing the Madcap Moss. I'm confused like, how you book McAfee in these matches. I really am. Yeah, because then if he keeps beating these guys, why is he still commentating? Right, he like, should just he be full-time just, yeah, in the ring. He could be, be fighting for titles. a title. So, I, I don't know. He, he's, he's a confusing guy to try to book. I'll leave that to Triple H. Yeah. We'll leave that. We'll leave. We'll leave this Good one to fall. Um, another one. Uh, speaking of theory, we're talking about theory. Could be a big night for theory. Theory, in theory, in theory, theory uh, can leave with three championships to his name to his waist because he is Mister Money in the Bank. He is facing Bobby Lashley in a rematch for the, the United States title that he lost at the last premium live event. And he's now Mr. Money in the Bank, winning that Money in the Bank contract. He could cash in in the Brock Roman main event and become undisputed Universal Champion, take both of Roman's belts and Bobby's U.S. title, and leave with three titles. It seems hard to believe, but Triple H is looking to make a statement here. Maybe. That's something again, that happens. Theory was a Vince McMahon guy. Is Theory a Triple H guy? Did not seem that way on Raw this week. Theory just got his ass. Or are they just, you know, doing the yeah. break him down to build him back yeah, up thing? Speaking of break it down, watching classic SummerSlam matches while we're doing this. Stone Cold versus Undertaker, SummerSlam uh, 98. High rate of hell. And uh, that's where Austin just got concussed. They bumped heads. Oh, he's fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> Another sloppy match. Like, but you're going for suplex? I think not. I'll take that. Yeah. You're not capable right yeah. now. But oh, it's a man. fun match. Like Austin, yeah. Austin cuts it, it, through it. it. He doesn't know where he is. Undertaker kind of has to carry it. And at this point for in sure. Undertaker's career, he wasn't really doing that. He was like the big guy doing the big spots. But it was a fun match. One of your favorites, right? I, I love the Highway to Hell SummerSlam, man. I, I love everything about it. Um, Lions Den match with Shamrock and Owen. Just. So great. Um, the Triple H, again, he, I, I'm going to give Triple H credit once again on this show. Unprecedented. Unprecedented <laughs> that I'm giving Triple H credit again. But that ladder match with The Rock. I mean, you didn't give him much credit. You're burying him before. No, that, <laughs> that, I, I said he's a smart guy. I said he's a really smart guy. Well, the uh, Triple H ladder match with The Rock. Love it. Yamaguchi son crying uh, against the oddities. <laughs> Kyan Ty versus the uh, Venus Stilo Brown was that a match? Was that the yes, opening match? Yeah. yeah. Jeff Jarrett and uh, X Pac in the hair versus hair. There ain't there ain't much about this show that's not to like. Plus Madison Square Garden where Rogers was at. Always a hot crowd. It was hot uh, Monday night. Um, and uh, oh, we didn't finish Theory Lashley. Um, I don't know what they're doing with Theory. It's really weird. Oh, he's Mr. Money in the um, Bank. It feels like they're doing the. Break him down to build him back up thing. Yeah. Um, make him look like just a kinda, fool. Make him look like a joke. He, until he cashes he, and that he baby can in. swing the briefcase around and be like, hey, I got this so it doesn't matter. Right. And I think, you know, that's why he lost the U.S. title. So they can give him the money in the bank. So I don't really see him winning it back. 
You could hang. No, he's not going to win the title back. I think him uh, and Lashley had a solid match. I enjoyed it a lot. I enjoyed it a lot. Money in the bank. You know, I, I, I get, I understand the theory. Next John Cena comparisons. Like I get it. I get the yeah. look. I, I understand it, but I hope not, man. I don't like this guy. I don't um, like this guy. Everyone thought we were going to get Theory and John Cena at SummerSlam this year. Whatever. It seemed like it was going to happen, but John Cena's filming Peacemaker right now. Well, maybe he's not. Maybe he's going to be in Nashville and he's going to fight Seth Rollins and get his win back from uh, when John Stewart took it from him at SummerSlam. Well, um, Hulk Hogan brother. Yeah. Um, but I think Lashley wins. Lashley's an old guy. They don't seem to know what, like... Oh, we really like what this Bobby Lashley, and we're trying him out as a face now. And it's just once you made Bobby Lashley the Almighty Bobby Lashley, he's now at a point where um, we've seen with Kevin Owens in the past, AJ Styles, where they don't really seem to know what to do with these guys, but they like them, they trust them, so they almost always have a title around the waist. And Lashley, for the last two years, has just been collecting titles. U.S. title, then he wins the WWE title, then he wins the WWE title again. Now he's the U.S. champion again. I mean, does he need it? Probably not. You know what? But he's looking as a face. You know, it's, you know what I found interesting, like on the internal like uh, sheets, so like that WWE corporate keep, right? Yeah. And this was before um, you know Cody went out with the injury, but Cody had the four wins or the three wins already on Seth at that point. Yeah. And they were like. On those internal sheets, they have Bobby Lashley apparently marked as the number one face on the Raw brand. Cody number two, but Lashley number one. So that yeah. sh- that shows a tremendous amount of trust. Yeah. I mean, because Brock's not always there. So, I mean... It shows they value Lashley. Yeah, you got you know? McIntyre on SmackDown, except he was on Raw this week. Facing theory, why well, it which right. seemed like a fun, interesting match. The brand split doesn't seem like and, it matters right now. Yeah. And maybe theory's gonna—I don't know what they're doing with theory, but we shall see. I don't think he wins this match. Um, but I didn't think Lashley was gonna win last month, uh, so I don't really know. I like Lashley in this one. I, uh, yeah, I think so too. You can hang um, the L's on theory, and then he. And then he cashes yeah, in and wins the belt, the, and it doesn't matter. Yeah, um, it happened with Money in the Bank, where he won the Money in the Bank briefcase after losing last month to Lashley, and it can happen again. And uh, speaking of McIntyre, I just brought him up. Drew McIntyre versus Sheamus, talking about class at the castle a bit. This is a match to determine a number one contender. I don't remember the last time WWE did a number one contender match at a pay per view. It's been a long time. Um, so I, I like that they're doing this. I like that it's the two guys who want to main event that show. Because you got the Irish lad and Seamus and the Scottish royal Drew McIntyre both want to main event that UK show getting a match against Roman. They've been feuding for what, th- three years and pro- like the whole life they've been buddies. Um, the whole careers have been together they've came to wwe around the same time from the uk and now um they've been fighting for months now and this is coming to an end hopefully maybe but who the matches are always fun so i don't give a shit give me sheamus and drew mcintyre kicking the shit out of each other every night 
there was a, when they were feuding a couple years ago, and they literally wrestled every Monday night. And I was like, I'm okay with this, because they're doing new stuff, and the matches are fun every week. That was a case of being okay with Vince McMahon not remembering yeah. everything last <laughs> yeah. week. Um, but this time it is old-fashioned Donnybrook. And, you know, uh, it's a street fight by any means. It's no disqualification. But they'll call it a Donnybrook. It's fight night. Saturday night will be sure. fight night. Sheamus, Drew McIntyre. I think we all know who's going to win this match. Drew McIntyre is definitely going to win. Drew McIntyre is definitely going to cla- castle, class at the castle. Um, I think he's going to win the title. Get his big WrestleMania moment in front of a crowd that he didn't really get at WrestleMania. And they're going to... I feel like he deserves it. Yeah. I feel like he's owed that. You know, honestly. And I feel like they've kind of just been waiting for this UK show. It's kind of, you know... It's been two, three years of him just waiting for this show. Drew Hogan's kind of put the company on his... Like Seth Rollins has. Seth Rollins taken a bunch of losses (laughs) for, for it. Drew's been winning a bunch of for it but overall yeah. i feel like those two guys i really feel like drew mcintyre and seth rollins have really carried this company yeah. over the past couple of years yeah and it's weird because drew should be in the main event you could say it seemed like when he beat brock at wrestlemania say, when he won that rumble you could say roman and brock have but roman and brock aren't there all the time yeah roman's you yeah. know roman's barely there but they get all, all the, the main events so sure. the big pay-per-views it's, and drew faced Happy Colvin at WrestleMania, and right. I was fighting I, I Sheamus feel, I feel at like, SummerSlam. It's you know, I feel like Drew not the biggest. I feel fool. like Drew and Seth Rollins have been doing all the dirty work the past couple of years. Yeah, um, but Drew Sheamus, you know, Sheamus has Rich Holland. He has Butch, and Butch is a wild man. You know, they're gonna get involved in a Donnie Brook. They're gonna be getting involved. It's gonna be a brawl, and you're going to beat the hell out of each other, but I think Drew's going to win ultimately in the end, get that number one contender spot. I think he's going to win the title at Clash at the Castle. Well, you know, an old Vince McMahon theory, and again, if Vince is no longer in control, an old Vince McMahon theory is he loved having the chaser lose in their hometown. That's true. He loved it. He loved it. Ultimate heartbreak. But I think it's a new era, Yeah. so we'll see. Um and then, speaking of a new era, a team that's trying to make a new era, trying to have a new path, the Judgment Day. Which originally started with Edge leading the group. and uh, Well, Don Mysterio's involved, so I don't care. <laughs> I, I'm actually kind of looking forward to this match. Um, it's weird, though, because when the Judgment Day turned on Edge, Finn Balor joined them, and then the swerve of them turning on Edge... Everyone thought, oh, this is building up Finn versus Edge. Well, Finn and Damien Priest versus Edge and someone at SummerSlam. And instead, still no Edge. Um, There's reports he was supposed to be at Madison Square Garden Monday, but his flight got canceled or something. I don't know. Um, but they've been doing this feud with the Mysterios building up. And the, the story being that the Judgment Day is trying to recruit Dominic Mysterio. And I like the story because the Mysterios outside of winning the titles that one time haven't been that successful of a team. Dominic started off two years ago. He debuted against Seth frickin' Rollins. And now he's just kind of a in this tag team with his dad who win once in a while, but 
ultimately not much has happened for his career since that first debut. So your washed up dad's holding you back, Dom. And that's the story. That's what Finn and uh, Priest have been telling him. And, you know, is Dom going to tell him? They've been building it up. Maybe Dom does and maybe he does here, but um, he's been sticking with his dad so far and they've had a lot of matches. This is not a new match, but it is no disqualifications. So we have the Donnie Burke street fight and then a no disqualifications tag match here. Um, and now Rhea Ripley's back. She was supposed to face Bianca Belair at Money in the Bank. Um, was injured with a concussion, some tooth injury or something. Uh, but she's back now. I don't know if she's cleared to compete, but she's back with them. With the Judgment Day and beating up Ray this week. Grabbing Dominic by the hair. Oh, she um, can take them all. Beat she can take them all. Aaliyah, what, what's Ray's Dobble's name? Aaliyah. Aaliyah. Yeah. Um, but we haven't seen since the Buddy Murphy experiment. Interesting, though, because Buddy Murphy, Buddy Matthews, and Rhea Ripley are a real-life item now. And uh, the storyline was that Donald Mysterio and Buddy Murphy were an item. He actually had a funny tweet the other day. Let them fight for my custody. In a Lyle match yeah. uh, at SummerSlam, much yeah. like the Eddie Guerrero with the Rey with Mysterio, Dom back and the uh, they've they've used a lot of Eddie in this storyline. Um, and man, Dominic's really looking like Eddie is his dad these days with that mullet. But they've they've been going back and forth doing the Eddie finishes with each other, trying to get the ref to disqualify the other team. The Mysterio's picked up a win over Judgment Day with it. Judgment Day tried to do it. So now it's no disqualification. So no Eddie tricks here. Um, but Rhea wearing the I'm I'm your poppy shirt. A lot of stuff going back to Eddie. And then, you know, is Dominic going to turn on Ray? I feel like, you know, one more disappointing loss could do it. You know, doesn't that feel like the way we're building yeah. here? And I think this could be it. Um, Mysterio's just beat them on Raw. For Ray's 20th anniversary. Ray's 20th anniversary in WWE. Can you believe it? Ray's still going. And the, the pace that he's still going at is impressive. Um, and to think... What? He's probably going 10 years before joining WWE. He had a couple years in WCW, ECW, right. Mexico, Japan before that. Um, it's, it's, it's near 30-year career. And he's still performing at a high level. And uh, But, you know... Dominic is the future of the Mysterios. So, you would think Ray's going to want to match with his son before he calls it quits. You would imagine that's um, going to happen. It's hard to imagine it not happening. Yeah. So, um, I think we're heading there, and I can see Dominic joining Judgment Day. I also think Edge is definitely going to be returning. Maybe in this match, maybe at SummerSlam. So, maybe we see Dominic turn on his father, and then Edge to the rescue. And Edge and Ray used to be Water. tag team. Yeah. Paul and Lewis tag team champions together. So that would be interesting to bring them back. And then you could do a little uh, past versus future dynamic. Yeah. And then I would imagine it would be kind of fun to see, like, uh, Beth Phoenix get involved here, too, at some point. Beth and Rhea just have a female going oh, up yeah, against I think Beth could still Rhea. go. So, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I thought that match of Rumble with Edge and Beth versus Miz and Maurice was 
It's fun. Uh, it was a standout to me. <laughs> yeah. It was a standout to me. I didn't expect anything from that, and it was real fun. Um, so, you know, I think there's a lot to build off with this feud. It could be fun. I, I'm a little surprised it's getting a SummerSlam match, but I kind of like seeing these guys get Ray getting his 20 years, getting a SummerSlam match, and Finn getting on there with Priest. Um, I think without Rhea, Judgment Day, they're doing the best with the Mysterio thing, but Rhea brings them up a bit. Um, I do hope to see Rhea get back in the women's title picture, though. Um, but the women's title match is now the women's title match we saw last year that we didn't think we'd see last year. Bianca Belair defending the now the Raw women's title, the SmackDown women's title last year. This year it's the Raw women's title against Becky Lynch, who made her return last year at SummerSlam unexpectedly in beating uh, Bianca in 15 seconds, something like that. Bianca wasn't ready. So wasn't ready. And uh, even though she, she told the ref to ring the bell. Mentally, she wasn't ready for it. And then Becky won, and then but Bianca got the win back. Beat Becky at WrestleMania to become champion. So this and is kind of like the rubber match here. Yeah, this is round three. Um, but this year, I think we will see more of the match, and more like the WrestleMania match. Um, but who wins, though? Because you did get Bianca win back at Mania. Yeah. The and biggest event of them all. It was interesting. They did a promo a couple weeks ago going back and forth where um, Becky was saying, this is my comeback tool, basically. Saying since WrestleMania, it's been a comeback story. That she had to go through obstacles of the Money in the Bank match and uh, feud with Asuka. And she uh, Neville got a one-on-one rematch and all this. And then um, here she she's built she found her way back to a title match against Becky against Bianca, but Bianca's saying no, this is my revenge story, this is my redemption story from last year at SummerSlam. But once again, I thought we already saw that at WrestleMania. But anyway, it's a year later. It's going to be a, a good match. I like the match at WrestleMania. I think it'll be a good match. They had a nice brawl on Raw this week. Where basically the talk's over, we've talked as much as we could, and they just started brawling. And a little Triple H uh, thing. Triple H loves the brawl, pull apart, use it in NXT era. all the time. It's big in Attitude Era. Expect to see a lot of that with Triple H head of creative. Uh, but, you know, Becky and Bianca, all the two biggest stalls in the women's division. And, uh, you know, it would have been nice to have Rhea and. Bianca, like I think originally was planned, but with Rhea's injuries and everything. Um, but, you know, when all else fails, you go back to Becky, because Becky you can count on. I just feel that Becky's not the same, though. You know, I feel like she's lost a lot of momentum ever since coming back. I, I just, I don't know. Yeah, but she kind of got it back beating Asuka in the no DQ match. Able to uh, rock bottom the, the manhandle slam off the top. I certainly don't watch. Table. Raw every week, yeah. so you know I'm not. There, but it's just from what I've seen, she does. It just doesn't seem to have the I same. I mean, see, it was not that long ago she got pinned on Raw by Dana Brooke. That's not gonna help. <laughs> so, um, but she ended up beating Oscar, and I think that win kind of made you forget all that. You see it in wrestling all the time, where one win changes everything. Um, I really don't know what they're doing here. I honestly don't know. You know, you keep the title on Bianca, and she beats Becky again. And you give Becky the win. Maybe 
there's no one. Maybe they do a revulse from last year, and the matches plan this, but then Sasha Banks makes a retelling and gets involved because it's supposed to be Sasha well, and Bianca I, last. I do year. believe Sasha Banks will be returning, but I I think I my prediction was Sasha Banks would be returning in the next match, the other women's match. Uh, maybe, but what about right, Naomi maybe. then? Well, they I think they both run. Well, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I really these women's matches are really tough to call because I, I mean, I don't know. I'm not even gonna wager a guess. I'm not. <laughs> I really don't know either. I I guess we'll go Becky. No, I'm gonna go Bianca because they're gonna make up for SummerSlam last year, even though they already did it at WrestleMania, and we still got to see the Bianca versus um, Rhea Ripley feud for the title. So I think Bianca keeps the title. Okay. And I'm not sure. And now gets another win and shows sees the EST when it comes to. I think I think I think right now Bianca's got Big more. Time. I think right now Bianca's got more momentum. Yeah. You know, I, I think right now I think right now she's. Uh, I don't want to say the bigger star, but. Yeah. She's the one with the momentum. It's tough. Um. And an old tough match to call is the SmackDown Women's Title match, which is Liv Morgan versus. I just called it, man. This is Ronda City. This is no contest city because you can't, you can't, you can't have Liv beat Ronda cleanly. I just can't see it. You can't do it. You can't well, do it. I see being a lot of money in the bank. But it was surprise again. Element of surprise. Ronda's knee was busted up because of the match with the talent. Get a quick roll up. Uh, You do something where Ronda gets hurt. As much as I like Liv, I don't really like her getting the clean victory over Ronda. But also at the same time, I don't like Ronda beating Liv because Liv, you know, she just had her moment. She's moving merchandise. She's hugely popular with the fans. You got to give her a run. You got to keep the title on her. This is running city to me. Who's running in? Well, I think this is where you bring Naomi and Sasha back and you act like that whole thing with them disappearing with the tag titles yeah. never happened. They come back with the tag titles yeah. and they yeah. put the beat no down. Need, no need to do it. They put them the in. beat down on Ronda and Liv. Yeah, I mean, I can see that. They were definitely felt overlooked by, you know, Ronda. They were upset that it's not about the tag titles. Make it about the tag titles. Yeah, and then you can have Ronda and Liv as a tag team. That's what I'm saying. Um, I definitely see that. I think I, I pitched that idea to you. You did. You did. I stole I, your I idea. I planted it. Yeah. Um, and I liked it. So I've run um, I, I think they can go an L route, and one of them will pull and heal. I don't think you have Liv pull and heal. I think Liv, no. No, 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 Liv no. gets another cheap victory over Ronda. Cheapy. Oh, Ronda. And then Ronda pull and heal and beats up Liv. Because I thought it was weird that she shook her hand and she was so happy for Liv. Yeah. But if she loses again, she's not going to be as happy. And I think that's what happens. And we see a new heel side of Ronda. And see. Again, I think, you know, kind of like. Beats up lip. Kind of like, you know, uh, Logan Paul. I I just think, think, you know, Ronda plays much better as a heel. Yeah. As a natural heel. You know, half the crowd boos her anyway because. Yeah. Whole promo skills aren't good. (laughs) I mean, she tries to, like, just talk. But then. The only time we'll promo skills all good is when she's bitchy Ronda. Where she's, I'm... What uh, about a Bailey run in here? It's another thing. Bailey should be cleared by now. It's been over a year. I think Sasha and Naomi and make more sense. Yeah. Because then you can do Liv and Ronda as a tag team. 
Yeah. And you get out of the match. Because I think this, again, like the Bianca and Becky match, I think this is a match to heart. This is a difficult match to yeah. book. I, this is a hard match to book. But um, Bailey, rumors all see is coming back this weekend. That'll it's at SummerSlam or Monday. Um, I think she's been gone so long. Definitely gonna come back, and I would see. I definitely see her feuding with Liv for the title. Um, but she was feuding with Bianca before she got injured. That was supposed to be the match at Money in the Bank so you're, last year. You're going cheapy. <laughs> you're going cheapy victory, Liv Morgan here, and then Ronda turning heel. I don't. I yeah. can see that. I yeah. think. I think Running City. This has no contest written all over it. This is a no contest written all over it. Yeah. I think one of the women's matches will have a no contest. I don't know which one. Um, but uh, I think you could be right. I could be right. We could both be right. We could both be wrong. Yeah. That's, Who knows? That's the art of it. Who good, knows? Good thing we can't bet on this shit. No. Who knows? Um, one where we, there shouldn't be any run-ins. There shouldn't be any foul play involved and that is the undisputed tag team title match between the Usos and the Street Profits because this one has a special R E double F <laughs> R double E did I spell referee right there? I, I don't think so Well, <laughs> maybe you did. I've had a few of these wild melon beers but anyway and that referee is J E double F J A double R E double T alright you got it the guy, 24 hours before he ends Ric Flair's career in his last match, will be refereeing this match in Nashville. Busy week for Jeff Jarrett. Jeff Jarrett refereeing Usos versus the Street Profits, who had a hell of a match at uh, the last pay-per-view Money in the Bank. It was good. Uh, had the classic slow stalt. I remember uh, Kevin was up here watching with us, and he was like, this match is pretty slow so far and i'm like i think it's gonna build though and we kind of all felt it yeah and then without nowhere we had ufc on the other tv and then i think we'll focus started shifting more to this match and yeah. we were like yeah oh these boys will picking it up yeah and it, it got really good uh another match that could steal the show i mean they've been fighting each other non-stop though it's i mean that's what happens though there's only a few tag teams in wwe and these are two of them and you know, you got Alpha Academy, and now I guess Dolph Ziggler and AJ Styles. Um, but yeah, Uso Street Profits, Jeff Jarrett as the referee, and I don't know. Jeff says he's gonna call it down the middle. Don't believe it. Jeff's been, uh, he was like uh, a, an uncle, a babysitter, putting the kids in little place this Monday, and he kept, uh, they kept fighting, and he would walk away, and they would talk smack, and then he'd come back. And shut them up and it's it funny it was entertaining um jeff's gonna get involved i would imagine i wouldn't be surprised if he pulls a guitar out at some point and hits a team uh he's gonna play a factor in the finish i would think um i, I think, think i think he's gonna become a noose i think he's gonna be a noose yeah. i think usos keep the title bloodline keeps the gold but who knows maybe roman's gonna lose his gold and the usos lose theirs oh man no um, way that'd be That'd be quite a way for Triple H to make his mark. Yeah, they've been building up the Street Profits for a while, so... Uh, I, 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 don't I don't want anyone saying this SummerSlam's easy to call, because it's say, really not. No, not at all. But I, wa I do want to see Jeff Jarrett become a... a an get oose. A, an oose. Like, I, want, I want Jeff an Jarrett... An OG oose like Paul Heyman. <laughs> I want Jeff Jarrett to join the bloodline 
Just because it'd be funny. <laughs> be funny with him with the street profits, though. Him with a cup and falling up with the street profits. That would be funny as well. Who knows? Maybe he's just there because it's Nashville to get a pop and then. No foul a, play. No, yeah. No foul play. Maybe he will call it down the middle. We, Doesn't seem like Jeff Jarrett's style to me. We will see. And speaking of the big dog, that brings us to a last match. And that is a match we've seen a million times. But this is for the last time. So they say, the last time ever, Brock Lesnar versus Roman Reigns, undisputed championship. This time, one type of match. Last man standing. A match where all feuds die. And let's hope it does. <laughs> even Roman was saying, even Heyman's whole promo this week on Raw was that this needs to end. That Roman can no longer be attached oh. to... to to Brock's name. It's, I like the interview gotta, Roman did with, I think, USA Today, where he's like, yeah. I hope this is the last match. It hurts being in the ring with him, man. <laughs> yeah. He's a big farm boy. I don't enjoy it. <laughs> this better be the last time. But that's the thing. I mean, outside of the WrestleMania match, I thought was very lackluster, considering they were building it up as the biggest main event in history. And now this is bigger than the biggest WrestleMania main event. The SummerSlam match is bigger than the WrestleMania. You know, it's just a thing like, you know, 31 was different. You know, 31 yeah. was different and it had the cool Seth Rollins cashed in at the end. So I hold Which that. We, I, might, we might see again with I hold that. I hold that one in high regard. I like the Saudi match that they had last year. Yeah, I thought that was better um, than the WrestleMania match. Yeah, you know, but... Uh, I thought the steel cage match was alright. I like the finish with the cage breaking. It's just, yeah... I would say those three. Yeah. I would say those three kind of stand I out. I didn't think their SummerSlam match a couple years ago was any good. No, no, no. I, I, I think um, the rest of the matches, they all run together. They're all the same thing yeah. every single time. Suplex City, Superman and, Punch, and Spear. I guess, I guess my hope for this match is just something different, you know? I know it's challenging to do something different yeah. when you faced each other a billion times, uh, yeah. but... It's you last got the last man, man standing. standing. Yeah, so, so you got to have some weapons involved, tables, brawl around a little more. Um, I would think, I would hope, you got to do some big you gotta, thing. You, you got to do something to keep your opponent down for 10. You got to utilize mean, last man standing. Yeah. Um, I imagine the Usos will get involved. Um, but, you know, you put Brock and Roman in a match, the crowd's going to pop. Doesn't matter how many times you see it. There's no, there's no one big little bevel than them really in WWE. So, I mean, you wonder why they keep doing these matches, but I mean, they're they, two biggest stars yeah. in the company. I mean, until someone it. else steps up, and maybe that pulls in theory. Maybe theory cashes in here. <laughs> I'm gonna throw out a scenario for you. Oh boy, last man standing. They do some spot, a spear, something where both guys get taken off, go off a stage or something. Theory comes out, cashes in. Mm -hmm. We saw Rollins cash in at WrestleMania 21, putting himself in the match, making a triple threat. Yeah. Could you put yourself into a last man standing match, making a last man standing triple threat? If both guys are down for the count of 10, and Theory stays on his feet, in oh. theory... Theory can win the undisputed universal title without doing a single thing to either guy. I mean, I don't see why not. I mean, that's the perfect way to it take so the title off Roman. It sounds when ingenious. When you think about it. You know, it sounds yeah. ingenious. Because really. Roman's been on such a dominant title reign that who's going to beat him? No one could just beat him. 
even if Brock does it, it's like it takes you know, it's all Brock did it. I mean, he beat the streak, so maybe, but you know, theory winning it that way to get the titles off Roman doesn't hurt Roman at all. Roman's still as dominant as ever. Right. Theory did nothing to take it off him. Then Roman could go on his yacht and his island and just hang out until WrestleMania when his cousin's available. Um, and maybe then we do Theory as champion versus Drew McIntyre at Class at the Castle. Yeah, doesn't have it doesn't have the same ring as no, Drew and Roman. Though. They just did it on Raw as the I opening know. match, and, it just but it didn't have a finish, which but made I, but me I, think. But I but I see what yeah I mean. I you know that's the thing like because of how dominant Roman's reign is and because he's beaten everybody the way he has you you know it's it's kind of just like how how are you gonna take you know how are you gonna take the title from Roman and almost this almost seems like the perfect way to to do it but how pissed off also the heat that that gives that this guy wins a title by doing nothing in theory you want to make theory a star right yeah you want you want to make people and, care, right? And if Triple H, I don't care about him right now. Yeah, that would get me hot. That would get me angry. Triple H wants to uh, make a big moment. That's a big moment. Battle of Wolves. You know, some people won't like it. Some people might like it. It's gonna get people talking, and it's gonna give people reason to care and talk about theory. So I could see that happen. I could see Theory also holding on to the briefcase. Roman winning. Roman draws Drew at classes at the castle. Drew beats Roman, gets his big moment, gets the title win in front of the UK crowd, is the one to finally slay Roman and beat Roman. And, and then, then Theory, Theory cashes, cashes in, in that way. ruining his moment. That seems like the old-fashioned that could even, cash in. That would that's draw like more a, heat than I think that's the Theory edge cash idea. in well, on SummerSlam. Yeah. So, but I think either of these theories work out for theory. Yeah. That's a lot of theory. It's, it's, it's a lot of theories, <laughs> but that's what we do here. We, we do theories. I don't think Brock wins here. No. But who knows? <laughs> I mean, unless he walked out and part on SmackDown last week, and part of the deal to get him back was, we'll put you over at SummerSlam. Yeah, we'll give you the, that kind of I power mean, play. He beat Roman at, at, at WrestleMania once before because of that. I just don't so. really see at this point in Brock's career why he would demand a title win and why yeah. WWE would acquiesce to that and let that happen. And it doesn't seem like Brock should be the guy to beat Roman. No, uh, not after he's just lost to him. So a bunch. I think Evil Roman leaves champion, last man standing, little theory. In theory, leaves. <laughs> As the undisputed champion, I like, I like your theories, but who knows? On theory, who knows? There's a new head honcho, there's new creative. It could go any which way. It's, it's un- unpredictable and it's unprecedented. And it's SummerSlam, and it's coming to you Saturday night from the home of the Tennessee Titans, I believe. Yes, Nashville, Tennessee. It should be a fun show. Um, I- as we say it, it's unpredictable. I mean, we did our best at predicting it. Yeah. But which way are they going to go with these uh, matches? Is it going to be, be a totally classic from what we said? Classic. I think we're going to hit on great. I think we're going to. I think we're going to hit on some things, and I think we're going to be way yeah. off on others. Yeah. <laughs> um, just the case with sports entertainment. That's the way it goes. In theory, I think we've 
made some pretty good predictions. I think so. Um, and I think it should be a fun show. I don't think it's going to be an all-time great. It's not going to rank up there with some of the great Summer Slams, but maybe we'll get some great Summer Slam moments. And let's talk about that a bit. The biggest moments of the biggest quality of the Summer. Well, you know, um, to me... What's your all-time favorite Summer Slam moment or match? I just love 2002, man. I love al- yeah. almost the entire show. When, yeah. when you when you, when you you kick it off with Ray and Kurt Angle, you know, I think that was Ray's first just pay-per-view fast, match in fast WWE. And furious. Yeah. Um, it was just so much fun. We were so excited about the return of Shawn Michaels yeah. okay, to the uh, ring. Big HBK fan as a kid. Neville thought I'd see him wrestle again after WrestleMania 14. And that match with Triple H, you know, it delivered. It delivered. It's the build-up and the story of that. One of my favorite matches of all time, the street fight. And then Uh, we talked about it, you know, the ultimate passing of the torch moment also on that show with uh, The Rock passing the torch to Brock. Rock off to Hollywood full-time. Austin wanted to. But, I mean, Subble Slam's a little different than a random King of the Ring qualifying match on a Raw. But, um... But yeah, um, Brock Rock, Brock Rock, and it was a fun, fun match, too. Um, Loads of fun. Um, so to me, Summer Sam 20, uh, 2002 always hold it in high regard. Yeah, I like that theme song they used for Sean and Fight. That was a good one. But again, the the Undertaker Austin, the Highway to Hell, WrestleMania or SummerSlam yeah. also really fun. Yeah, I really um, like that Lionel match, Triple H Rock. Um, and then we'll watch a, a match right here that is a lot of fun too. Edge and Undertaker, Hell in a Cell, which one is of the end best, of a great one of my few. favorite Cell matches. Yeah, it was a video game match. I mean, oh, it's all spots. Uh, yeah, it's all things set up moments game. in a video game. The <laughs> but it's spear well done. through the cell we just saw, and that's well done. they you do that in the video games because of this match. But it, you know, it's moments like that. Um, obviously, speaking of Edge, TLC match. The original TLC match, first ever TLC match at a SummerSlam. It's great, memorable. It edged the Hollies and the Dudleys. So many memorable spots in that. Some, uh, yeah, some really, really. So you would say SummerSlam 2002 is your favorite, though? Oh, without a doubt. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, without a doubt. I agree. Um, how about this one? Who is. Mistle Summer Slam, in your opinion. Shawn Michaels, Mistle WrestleMania. He's got the name. But there's some debate to who Mistle Summer Slam is. There is no Mistle Summer Slam, but, but who would you say is Mistle Summer Slam? Um, it, it's between two to me. It's, it's, between, it's between Randy Orton and Brock Lesnar to me. These are the guys that, in my opinion, have um, accumulated the most impressive moments, the most wins. Yeah. I Both believe, have the first title wins, making them the at, youngest at champion SummerSlam, at the time right. at SummerSlam. Um, until Theory, in theory, becomes the youngest champion, right. beating both those guys. I've had, enough, I've had enough of Theory in your theories. <laughs> um, but... Um, but yeah, and they, I, I, they main event in a SummerSlam. They did, and, and Brock won that so fight. I guess Brock I guess, so I guess in yeah. In so facto, Brock Lesnar's I mean, Mr. SummerSlam. When you think of the guys he's faced and beat at SummerSlam, he's, he's faced Roman three times now. He's faced uh, Randy Orton, Triple H. Dominated John Cena. Undertaker dominated John Cena. The Rock. Um, so, yeah, you put Brock's SummerSlam matches in list, but then Randy Orton's faced those same guys, it seems like. 
I like them. Uh, Edge is another guy I think has a lot of great SummerSlam moments and matches. Um, okay. I'd like maybe put him too. up there. Early on, I would say Bret Holt was Mr. SummerSlam. Almost the, always had the best match. In the early SummerSlams, you know, that's another SummerSlam Mistle that I Perfect, was... British Bulldog, his match with Owen. These were some great classic matches that stole the shows. That, and Heart and Soul match with The Undertaker. Undertaker was a, a great one with Sean as the ref. Um, so, yeah, I would say that's probably my, did I say five guys there? Your Fab Five? Yeah. So your Fab Five. I'd probably, Undertaker would probably be the fifth. But that's probably my, my fab five of Summer Slam. But I would say Brock is probably overall Mistle Summer Slam. He he won the uh, rubber rubber match to decide it with yeah. Randy Orton. But by, they're, they're one and two for me. So. Like knocking him out with making him bleed with his elbow for real. But I don't know, you know. Uh, Randy Orton shows up as a surprise and beats Seth Rollins tomorrow, and Brock loses the Roman. Maybe I'll change my mind. Maybe. And maybe I'll put Randy Orton back as Mr. SummerSlam. <laughs> it's a tie. It's a tie to me. And Brock won that match, so I guess it's Brock. You gotta give it to Brock. Brock Mistle SummerSlam. Alright, so that's SummerSlam. Let's talk about the other big event happening this Saturday. Sure. UFC 277. We got Pena. Julian Pena. Um, Nunez 2. Is Pena gonna shock the world again? Well, I got two. Th- oh no, I'm using the term theory again. I got two theories on this. There's the theory to me, remember when Ronda Rousey was so dominant in UFC, right? Yeah. Beating everybody. Yeah. And then out of nowhere, like Juliana Pena, Holly Holm comes. Kicks her face off. And puts Ronda Rousey out. And Ronda Rousey, she tried to come back after that, but was never the same. Yeah. Messed up up here. Lost her confidence. Shook. She was done. And I wonder. And I wonder. Did Juliana Pena, when she shocked the world... and thinks she broke Nunez. Did she break Nunez mentally? And that's what I want to figure out here. That's what I want to find out. Because I think if Pena wins again, which I think she can, yeah. I think Nunez is done. I think this is... I think she's going to go the way around to Rousey. But there's also a part of me that thinks Nunez is out for blood this time. No COVID, no distractions. Yeah. Has Holland all this time to think and train. Um, yeah, I, I want to say Nunez wins again, but Pena definitely seemed to have a number in the last fight. Um, what was impressive by Pena in the last fight is Nunez was giving her shots. Yeah. Nunez was putting her down, and kind of like the old Charlie Oliveira, Pena kept coming. And eventually took Nunez down and tapped her out. Yeah. But can she do that again? I just, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. If she's in her head, though, how does Nunez mentally rebound from that loss? That determines yeah. the fight to me. I think Nunez wins, and then we set up a third match. We know how much Dana White loves his oh, trilogies. He loves trilogies, yeah. And he loves this rematch. Um, but yeah, it's. It, it's weird to say because Pena already beat her once, but this is the one to show is Pena for real. Absolutely. And, and, and again, more Charlie Oliveira disrespect going Juliana Pena's way. She's the champion. She tapped Nunez out, yet she's the underdog. Yeah. 
and Nunez still has the title and all the graphics. Yeah, promoting so the, disrespectful. It's almost as if <laughs> so. It's like it's it almost as if Pena Beetle to be an interim champion. Yeah, and Nunez got to keep the title. Speaking of interim title fights, we get the Flylight yeah. interim title fight, and this is saving us from Brandon Marino versus Figueroa four, which was yeah. gonna happen, but Figueroa has a injury. Yeah. Marino calls yeah. bullshit on that. Yeah. He thinks Figueroa is being a pussy. Yeah. You know, this is the way it goes, though. So we have a fly, an interim injury. flyweight title fight. Out is Figueroa. He's the champion. He will await the winner of this fight between Brandon Marino and Kara Kara France. Man, I love KKF. So do I. I don't know if I love him in this fight. <laughs> I don't know but, either. But uh, I really love But that's what happens. They did you know, fight he's... once before, and it was a razor-thin victory, I believe, for Marino. Yeah. This time, Marino says, I ain't leaving it to the judges. I'm ripping his head off. Tough yeah. words from the assassin <laughs> baby. Yeah. But I... Uh, I, I've I seen saw couple... also he said he's going to eat a bunch of pasta, and then he's going <laughs> to walk away with gold. So... I think he's going to get his pasta and get I, his gold. I love but that it's hard to count out KKF. I really like Karakara He was France. an underdog in his last fight, and he won. He almost he seems to out. always be an underdog. And, and I like that. Yeah, he's got a lot of fights. He's a little guy, this really should be fiery. A good fight. uh, I'm going for a KKF. I'm not sure he'll win. Yeah, I'm rooting for him, but probably going to put money. Well, I'm putting money on both. But put, <laughs> you got to cover your bases. Yeah, but um, if I have gun to head, I'm going Marino. Yeah, I hear you on that one. Then we got the Black Beast in action. We love when Derek Lewis is in action. Yeah. Against Sergey Pavlovich. I sent you the montage of Black Beast <laughs> in all his post-fight conferences. He's taking his pants off. He's all gassed out. Um, always something fun afterwards. And, and it's three rounds, which he loves. He, yeah. he does not want yeah, the five-round yeah. fights. Um, Even if not, it's a title fight, he don't want He's it. not fighting Ty this time. He's an underdog. The Black Beast is an underdog here. Come on. Yeah, he's coming off a loss, but... I get um, it. It's tough to go against I'm all his about knockout it. ability. Uh, I'm all yeah. about it. Alexandra Pinato versus Alex Perez. I don't know nothing about either. Yeah, I don't, I don't really have a know comment. Here. Um, yeah. <laughs> I'll watch the fight, though. Yeah. Ankeli versus Anthony Smith. This is a funny one. Ankeli, a huge favorite. And... <laughs> Maglamet. And Anthony Smith uh, had a funny quote. He's like, everybody's praising this guy like he's Jesus Christ, but who is he? Like, I don't know who he is. <laughs> so I don't know if that's going to get Anthony Smith beat up yeah. or what, making a comment like that. But, you know, kind of disrespectful. Anthony Smith saying, I've been around here. I've won yep. all these, I've yep. won all these I'm years. I'm the name. I'm the name here. Like, who's this guy favored over me? But Ankalaev, 17-1. and one. These Yeah, he's these, been these, impressive. These Russian guys are scary they're beasts he's a beast and uh i think he's gonna win i'm i've been on but you can't count out a veteran like anthony smith anthony smith you Especially, watch him do the um you watch him do like the pre-shows and things yeah. like that and he's all buttoned up in a suit and tie with glasses yeah. on and like, this guy can't hurt anybody he seems like he's <laughs> you well, that's another thing it seems like he's already he's got a career he doesn't need to keep fighting much longer he seems to still um, have that fire though it's true but Magomed, he's like, he's, think, a, he's an old future guy. He's like show Islam. Him why people are talking about him. Yeah, I really do. You um, don't know who I am. You're well up with this. Some interesting prelim fights: Alex Marino versus um, the uh, Andrew Sacone lookalike, Matthew Schlesenberger. Could be a fun fight. Yeah. <laughs> I got to pick him just because of the Andy comparison. <laughs> and he loves Star Wars too. So. Yeah. 
like too good to be true. <laughs> um, then we got Drew Dober. This guy's always a fun yeah, fighter. Dober. From the Rocky Mountains of Colorado against Alves. You know, it's hard to go against the Brazilians, though. Yeah. Um, and then I like this opening on the prelims just because of the names. Orion, and I think of Metallica. Orion. Yeah, I Orion Kosky yeah. versus the Blood Diamond. Yeah, I like so, Blood Diamond. <laughs> I'm torn on that one because yeah. Orion, I think Metallica. And I'm like, <laughs> how could a guy named yeah. Blood Diamond lose? Think of that Cliff I mean, Burton base in a fight. Yeah, that guy named Blood Diamond lose in a fight. It's tough. Darker kind of... Close versus Rafi Garcia. A couple other fights on the prelims. I think it'll be a fun show. Yeah, um, Edel with, with UFC and SummerSlam will bound to get to see some good fights, some good matches being retained one way or another hopefully and hopefully we can win some money we haven't been doing too well with ufc lately I've so don't terrible. listen to our bets bet against who we said was gonna win or don't bet at all it's yeah. bad don't do it <laughs> i was on a streak for a while but i have I not I, 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 uh, I i i think i haven't been doing well since nunez lost so maybe i should bet against nunez will bet double up on nunez I don't know, man. No. Like I said, it's it's Ronda Rousey factor, or she's going to come back as a beast. Be, I'm not sure which way it's going to yeah. go. I, I don't really know not. how it's going to go. I do like Pena. I do, but... I'm hoping the weather's nice. We like to watch Summer Slam out in the pool. I don't know how we can do it where we can watch UFC and Summer Slam. We'll get, but I have a third TV. At, we might try it if it doesn't look. <laughs> I don't think it's going to be the greatest weather out anyways. Maybe 70s. It won't be too bad. But it's going to be nice. It's supposed to be nice this um, weekend. But, yeah, I hope you enjoy Slam. Hope you enjoy UFC. Did you enjoy your SBC watermelon? I did. I did. I really enjoyed See, we don't really like the watermelon beer. So if you're in the Susquehanna area, pick up an SBC. SBC Suck on this. SBC rarely gets it wrong. Let me say. Yeah. You're probably going to get a cavity from it, but, I mean. Yeah, yeah. It's sugary. It's it's pretty sweet. It's sour, but too sweet to be sour. <laughs> oh, macho man. Uh, be a man, Hulk. <laughs> Don't be scared. Well, macho man, he had some. He had a wedding hour at SummerSlam. Yeah, ninety-one. That's and another that, moment. That was a great fun show, and uh, hopefully it'll be a fun show this weekend. The beginning of the. McMahon Helmsley era. It's Helmsley back. McMahon era. For good. It's for real this time. It oh, should be fun. Boy. And UFC 277. Yeah. Two great events coming at you Saturday night. One night. We've had a fun previewing it for you. Um, we'll see you next time. We'll be talking football we'll soon. We'll closer to we'll football. We'll be talking football soon. Oh, you ready for some football? Kickoff 2022. It's coming. we got a big extravaganza right, training show camp. planned. Training camp's going on. We'll see you next time. Enjoy the rest of your summer.